I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Join movement expert Aaron Alexander as he dives into the minds of the foremost innovative healthcare thinkers and movement masters on their approach to optimal health and wellness. Align Podcast. Align Podcast. Welcome back to the show Align Podcast. Today I had a special pleasure of speaking to who I would find to be probably the most interesting person that I know, Mr. Motherfreaking Wim Hof. If you do not know who Wim Hof is, look him up. He's like the Guinness record holder for freaking everything related to coldness. Uh, he's climbed Mount Everest in nothing but a pair of what I like to think of as being little cut-off short shorts and a pair of boots. I don't know what the type of shorts he's wearing was exactly. Um, he's been the world record for being under ice water for the longest amount of time. It was something like an hour and 53 minutes, maybe. We talk about it in the show. I don't have the notes in front of me. Super, super interesting. Um, really, really enjoyed talking to Wim and uh, felt really bonded with Wim in kind of a weird way, actually. Uh, hopefully, the plan is to for us to teach a couple workshops together in the future. So we're going to try to put that together. I think that'd be fantastic. In this conversation, Wim Hof and I spoke about the impacts of cold water thermogenesis and uh, the impact that has on your immune system, the impact that has on your cognition, the impact that that has on your overall sense of self. Wim has a very interesting perspective on all this stuff. He calls it hard nature, putting himself into hard nature and what he's learned from hard nature. And I just think it's such a fantastic thing to be able to learn from the best teacher out there, which is nature. If you are able to breathe better, more effectively, more profound, and we lost that, uh, we, we lost the interaction with nature. So our breathing, our being, our adapting toward uh, nature uh, has been still because of our uh, wearing clothes, uh, being in comfort, uh, we change our behavior completely. The brain stem itself, the primitive brain comes in. Right. And we have shown, we have shown in the hospital to create more adrenaline controlled, lying in bed, lying in bed in a half hour, more than somebody in fear for the first time going into a bungee jump. After four days without prior experience in the cold, they could, uh, they stood at the foot of a mountain at minus 10 uh, Celsius, you know, Celsius. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 then uh, we climbed for hours in shorts, going up a mountain, snowed mountain, increasing temperatures, decreasing the temperatures uh, to um, uh, uh, minus 27. So he ends up putting himself in these environments and it's very interesting what happens when you put yourself into really cold water because it's so flippin' sensational that guarantee you feel alive. I think it's very easy in our lives to kind of just numbly pass through this world. 
Try dropping your nuts in some cold water and see what happens to your joie de vivre. All of a sudden, life becomes much more vibrational. So that's kind of what we chatted about. Be sure to check out the website, aligntherapy.com, A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. Uh, on there, you, just, you see the blog, you'll see hundreds of free videos on self-care and functional movement practices. You can get courses, you can get the self-care kit, ball, band, uh, what else is in there? Door anchor, foam roller, all fits inside. Thing is fantastic. I use it probably every single day, especially before bed. It's very nice. Tone down your nervous system, bring you to more parasympathetic, parasympathetic rest, digest, relax, chill the freak out after the day type mode. Rub your belly, lay on that thing, open up your spine, thoracic decompression, very important. And be sure to utilize the Amazon portal on the blog and the podcast page, please. And I, there are so many other things that I'm totally spacing. I slept for about six hours last night. Uh, just because I was up late talking, having discussion with my good buddy. It was just fantastic. But uh, then I woke up at 8 and went to a bar class. Got mad props for females or males that are going to bar. That thing was brutal. <laughs> I had a fantastic time. Um, so, yeah. Also taking off to Europe here in the next, like, month. Leaving October 25th is the plan. So if anybody, any of y'all out in London, Greece, Italy, Spain, that area, holler. I'd love to link up. Then heading to Africa after that. Going to be out there hopefully filming some stuff. May or may not bring a camera. Definitely going to be doing interviews and just exploring, getting my African dance on, getting my exploration on, maybe put some pots up on top of my head and wander around the desert for a while. See how it goes. Um, so that's what we got. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here we go with the rip, 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 wham, half. Get ready to get cold now. Align Podcast. So Wim Hof, thank you so much for coming on. I have been following your work for about the last year or so now, ever since I started getting in cold water, water and really starting to experiment with that. And I saw what you were doing and honestly was blown away. Um, you have, what have you done? You've climbed up Mount Everest in shorts and a pair of boots. You have the world record for uh, being in ice water, which I believe was an hour and 12 minutes. You can correct me on any of this stuff. You've ran a half One marathon. hour, 53 minutes. How long was it? 53 minutes. One hour, 53 minutes. I don't know why, whatever, whatever TV show or something like that, I saw one hour 12. So one hour and 53 minutes, that's much more awesome. Um, then half marathon, you ran barefoot in the snow. You have, I believe it was 13 world records last time I checked. Maybe that's different now. So I'm just, I'm completely blown away. I'm like, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm curious, how did you get started with this? Like, how did it seem like it was a good idea to start doing what you're doing? The cold is... <laughs> <clears throat> the cold is like um, merciless but righteous. It brings you back directly towards uh, the depth of your physiology, the way it was meant to be, uh, natural. And that, uh, that is what I was looking for. Uh, after reading hundreds of books, uh, doing esoteric disciplines, yoga, kung fu, karate, or Buddhism and going into Hinduism, uh, uh, very much uh, Sufism, um, I found out, yeah, no, it, uh, it doesn't, uh, doesn't get me to the depth of what 
I was looking for. But the cold did directly, almost directly, and uh, there I discovered uh, we are very much able to go uh, far deeper uh, than we think. Hmm. So it started off more as like a spiritual path for you, like a, like a form of meditation? Uh, sure, sure. Spirituality is feeling wholesome. Awesome. The full being of yourself. The full physiology of yourself. And how, how exactly, can you explain how being in the cold temperatures helped you with experiencing a deeper, a deeper part of yourself? Um, if you are able to breathe better, more effectively, more profound, and we lost that. Uh, we we lost the interaction with nature. So our breathing, our being, our adapting toward uh, nature uh, has been stilled because of our uh, wearing clothes, uh, being in comfort. Uh, we changed our behavior completely. So uh, uh, because of that, we uh, lost the right way of breathing. Uh, the right way of interacting, adapting to work our uh, environment. And the cold brought me back to that depth hmm. and uh, to that depth and changed my, uh, the, the way breathing uh, uh, really is about, about, uh, you know, adaptation. And awesome. um, from there, uh, like 35 years ago now, no, even more, uh, I began to breathe uh, deeper, I began to discover uh, a, whole, uh, a whole new thing about uh, what oxygen and pH degree is uh, within us. Uh, most of us in, the, in society nowadays are quite sore. And we got this discussion uh, going on about what kind of food to take, uh, how to behave to not become sore in, in your body, but alkaline. And uh, yeah, uh, the, the cold brought me back to the right way of breathing deeper, more effectively, in order for the pH degree uh, to become alkaline. And now I found out that becoming alkaline or bringing in oxygen the way uh, I, I learned in the course, in, in laboratory setting, uh, set about a, uh, a far deeper control within the physiology. And uh, we showed it. And uh, I, I know right now how to, uh, to bring it to people, uh, just in a matter of a couple of days. Awesome. You know, so I think it's, it's so amazing that you're doing what you're doing. You're putting the work out there. Because I think, you know, it's, we have done such a fantastic time as modern humans at insulating ourselves and protecting ourselves from the elements and putting ourselves into these small little safe bubbles to the point that we become paralyzed in our own bodies. You know, our bodies are adaptation exactly. machines. You know, we are so good at adaptation, so good that we'll, at, we'll that we will adapt to 
laziness. We'll adapt to eating McDonald's. We'll adapt to driving around in a car all day long. And, you know, and so giving ourselves that opportunity to actually, you know, go outside. If it's cold outside, take your shirt off, go outside. Like you're not going to just catch a cold. You're, you're giving your body an opportunity to adapt to that environment. You know, and what you, exactly. what your research is showing, and you know, and I know it's not just your specific, but all the all the research that are work, researchers that are working with you as well, is showing is about you know all all the effects of that. One of the things you were just mentioning was was the pH balance and the alkalinity and and um, you know working with muscle soreness. Can you tell a little bit of like a little bit deeper of what's happening there to, to actually help our physiology? Of course, I can uh, go uh, deeper into the research. It uh, showed that people, for example, uh, without experience in the cold, after four days of training, uh, uh, training, we can call it awakening almost, you know, opening up, opening up to this uh, point uh, where people are able to adapt again to, uh, to, to... uh, to, to get the ability to interact with uh, the element outside. After four days, without prior experience in the cold, they, could, uh, they stood at the foot of a mountain at minus 10 uh, Celsius, you know, Celsius, mm-hmm. uh, 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 then uh, we climbed for hours in shorts, going up a mountain, snowed mountain, in freezing temperatures, decreasing the temperatures uh, to um, uh, uh, minus 27 after four days. They adapted so very well that their uh, cell uh, uh, energy uh, was, uh, uh, you know, heating up. Uh, It increased the metabolic uh, rate of the energy inside the cell for like three times more than normal, and so they could resist the cold. Hmm. At minus 27, after, you know, hours in the, in the cold, all of them, all of them. Then uh, it showed, uh, four days later, uh, they were uh, subjected to an experiment, uh, endotoxin experiment, that's uh, injecting a bacteria, a parabacteria, E. coli bacteria, inside the veins, uh, in the blood stream. And uh, uh, instead of uh, being uh, uh, suffering for three to six hours uh, of uncontrolled shivering, uh, severe headaches, uh, overall agony, uh, they ha- had the, uh, the, the effect of the bacteria on the immune system, uh, they had it uh, in a quarter of hour, 100% score of all the 12 subjects uh, completely under control. So they did not suffer from uh, all these uh, effects on the immune system uh, caused by the bacteria. And that was caused by the prior uh, training or awakening of adaptation in in nature, in on this mountain, without prior experience in the cold. So we all have it, but we, as you say, we live in these bubbles, and the the these bubbles imprison or they uh, they they uh, limit our power, our inner power, our inner physiology. 
Right. And it showed one, uh, after the study that we are the first uh, group of people who have been shown that we are able to uh, tap into the autonomic nervous system 100%, every, uh, all the subjects, and uh, thus uh, uh, opening up the, these possibilities. I think that's great. Uh, do you understand? I, yeah, I completely understand. All right. This study has been made. Uh, yes. Okay. That's good. So my English is well enough. Uh, no, your uh, English is awesome, man. Oh, all right. Much better. Yeah, than, I, much I better than my Dutch. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. That's good. That's good. Uh, as long as we understand, because this is very important. Uh, it has been uh, published in uh, Nature and um, and uh, Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences. Uh, as well uh, as the books uh, in America on the uh, uh, on the subject uh, biology and medical sciences have been changed because of us yes. and uh, on the university and, uh, uh, and that's because we have been shown we are able to uh, tap into the autonomic nervous system as being the way we are built but because of our comfort behaviorism uh, 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 we just shut our, uh, we shut shut down our internal power, uh, uh, the autonomic nervous system, which is related to the immune system, which is related to the hormonal system right. and endocrine system, the, you know, the glands and all that. Uh-huh. I mean, all the system. Uh, we have weakened ourselves, while we have the power to do so much more, and just in a couple of days. Awesome. And have you seen this, um, you know, like cold, say like cold thermogenesis or, or uh, cold adaptation, have you seen it specifically working to impact um, anyone's illnesses, be it anything, you know, I, I don't, cancer or, or any oh, type I, of disease I, I, they're I, working with? I climbed up uh, uh, the Kilimanjaro uh-huh. in shorts right. with what, 26 people. Just in two days. Yeah. And the oldest one was uh, 65 with coronary uh, failure. Yeah. Uh, there were uh, two guys with uh, disease of Crohn, one with cancer, one with uh, rheum- uh, severe rheumatism, one with MS, one with uh, asthma, etc. And they all did it in two days mm. without prior mountaineering experience. Wow. So, you know, it's incredible what we, what we can do uh, in in a very short period of time. Wow. Adaptation. It's all about this adaptive power. You told us already, uh, just, uh, you know, two segments before we talked uh, now. Yeah. Uh, you, you had the idea. That's the, that's the thing. That's the secret. And that's the, that, the, the power is over there. We, we got to awaken the people to this fact, which has already been proven now, scientifically, but you know how to get to the masses. That's why. That's why you come in right now. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I think a, a quote that I really, I really dig is, you know, the worst possible thing that can happen to you is nothing at all. You know, and I think that's what we have done to ourselves is we put ourselves into these just boring 
exactly realities where it's like you sit in your office it's air conditioned you know you never the temperature never leaves 65 degrees or 70 degrees throughout the day you know you get in your safe car with your airbags and then you sit on your couch and you watch your tv absolutely you know, no stimulation anymore there's no exactly there there's there, there is no relation to nature with that you know we've done such a good job with isolating ourselves from this that now all of a sudden we're starting to pay the repercussions and i have a feeling that perhaps Perhaps what this, you know, the cold adaptation, another part of it, other than just like the apparent physiological changes, is also the fact that you have to feel yourself to a higher degree. You know, it's like when you, by going through yeah. this experience of like... And that's spirituality. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's, that's my... That's, that's, the, that's one, the one. That's the one. And, <laughs> and you know, when, whenever you uh, learn to adapt to cold, it's when you're breathing... Uh, is going to be different, and your body becomes alkaline. Yes. And no mammal in the outside nature is sore. Mm. It's all alkaline. Only humans are sore. Mm. And that's the, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, essential uh, foundation for uh, autoimmune diseases, cancer, all, all that. Right. And then along with the soreness, when you see mammals in nature, move, they don't go through, you know, four sets of 12 repetitions of something, you know, and that's another, another factor with soreness where it's like, if you're moving in nature, you're climbing a tree, your body is built to go through a wide variety of ranges of motions flawlessly, very, very impeccably well. But what we end up doing it's, is we it, end, it's a big fitness room. Yes. It's a big fitness center, all nature. Exactly. Yeah, you know? I'm never boring. Never boring. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I was just talking to Erwin Lacour just a few days ago from from MoveNet, you know, and just chatting about exactly that. You know, it's like getting outside and being able to go through this full expression of our bodies is crucially important. And then on top of that, where you come in, you know, is exploring the variety of temperatures that we can experience. And extreme heat is just as valuable. Maybe not just. I don't, I think they're both valuable in different ways. You know, but by yes. exploring that full range of motion of not just our physical body, but also our temperature body, you know, like going through the whole exactly. entire system. I'm curious. That's the, and, that, and, that, and that's where hypothalamus, yes. the pineal gland, yes. the pituitary gland, the brain stem itself, the primitive brain comes in. Right. And we have shown, we have shown in the hospital to create more adrenaline controlled, lying in bed, lying in bed in a half hour, more than somebody in fear for the first time going into a bungee jump. Wow. Awesome. You see? Yeah. It's, 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 it's control, bringing back the control over the brainstem related uh, to our um, neocortex, the, our you know, modern thing, uh, the human, the neocortex, you know, the thinking processes. Right. And uh, uh, we have shown that, and uh, 100%. So there is a very effective, new, very accessible uh, way to get there. Right. 
And then on top of that, since you're talking about your nerves and, and you know, all the deeper systems as well, just getting your face in cold water to kind of get like to, to start for people. If it's like, I don't know if I really want to lay in a, you know, ice bath for 40 minutes right now, you know, you can actually get going with this just by dipping your face into icy cold water. What this ends up doing is activating what's called the mammalian dive reflex, you know, and it stimulates the vagus nerve, trigeminal nerve. And what we end up doing is we end up uh, reducing our pulse, we end up bringing blood to the periphery or out, more, or out of our periphery, so out of our limbs and actually feeding our organs. You know, so all this, this stuff, it's like almost like little like biohacks that we can use to help stimulate our body in a more effective way. I'm curious, exactly. from, I'm curious from you. The vascular, the vascular system is well trained if you just expose yourself to uh, changes of weather. I mean, cold and the heat, and even the height. Right. When I was uh, up uh, Mount Everest and uh, Kilimanjaro with uh, people in very short periods uh, of time going up, normally you suffer acclimatization uh, problems. Right. And there are, uh, the red cells are not able to adapt. They all adapted. Yes. Nobody suffered from any headache. Yes. They could uh, go in because they were trained uh, in their... Uh, the vascular system, which is, you know, the vascular system is 125,000 kilometers of veins, uh, capillaries, uh, arteries, etc. They, they are in our body, but we suffocate them with our clothes all the time, so they are not trained anymore. These little muscles and reflexes inside, they are not trained. So the uh, the, the heart needs to pump so much more violently to get the blood flow through the body. So a, a stress hormone is released, but uncontrolled. And we suffer from that. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and these changes, adaptive, if you just change, uh, uh, if you just expose yourself a little to uh, cold, heat, height, then you know how to deal, then the body knows uh, very good uh, how to deal with, a, uh, with the impact. Yeah. Any impact, because it's all stress. And we suffer from stress daily, you know, daily stress and all that. But if you expose a little bit in, 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 in nature, then even the daily stress is becoming something completely different. It yes. won't be violent anymore. It won't be a shock anymore. It won't be too much anymore. You can deal with the energy flow within right. a whole lot better. And I think what it comes down to is, is expansion and contraction. You know, like when we're looking at it from like a very basic level of, of, of muscles and fitness, you know, it's like we got to expand and contract. We got to go full range of motion of our, you know, these linear movements. Now, once you go on top of that and explore a full range of motion in your body, now once you go on top of that, explore full range of motion of your visual, explore full range of motion of your temperature, explore full range of motion of altitude, of your body adapting to various altitudes, you know, of sound. Yeah of expression, of everything that we can do. Everything is like this heartbeat. Everything is like this expansion and contraction of your lungs. On every level, it's exploring the full potential adapt adaptability of our system. That is the key to health. That is the fountain of youth. <laughs> right there. You got him. You got him. You got him. <laughs> so for... That's the one. For and, and, and another one. Yeah. Another one. Yeah, yeah. The mind. Yes, man. The mind. Yes, the mind. Our mind... Like, uh, I'm talking to you right now through a device, which is the fruit of our mind. 
And 50 years ago, this device with an iPhone, which I have right now in my hands, was uh, still a, a full building with a cooling system. Right. And now I got it in my hands. And the Apollo 13, it has less intelligence than the iPhone I have right now in my hands. Right. I mean, the fruits of our uh, mind is deriving from a developed mind. It's growing so fast. Yes. And uh, the the neural uh, as a, uh, the neural channeling, uh, cha- channeling inside our neocortex has been developed so very quick. Now it's time that we learn not only to uh, to be able to create such a technology, but to direct the same mind inside. Awesome. And learn how to influence up to cell level, which we have been showing. If I stand, for example, before an experiment in the university, a cold physiological experiment, let's say 80 uh, minutes in ice, uh, immersed up to my neck, then just before I go in, without moving, they took my blood and later analyzed it. It had already, because I was thinking, programming my body to go in, and it showed that I, without movement, that I had 300% more uh, metabolic uh, activity in the cell. Hmm. You, see, you see the power of the, our mind? Wow. We can learn to use that consciously to go inward. That, together with better breathing, more profound breathing, in order to make the body alkaline, makes these neurotransmitters, which is the mind, mind, the mind is nothing more than electrical signals, and they uh, direct the hormonal system, or all the systems in our body. And it's able to go down to the cell and to influence deeply, even up to, you know, the cell and the DNA, the mitochondria, and all that. And uh, we have all these data. Hmm. So we are there. Yeah. Uh, we need to go back to nature, but moreover, we need to go back into uh, uh, our internal uh, mammal mechanisms, awesome. which are already there. That's so great, man. So, and, and when you say mind, when I think of mind, I think of my whole entire system. You know, I, I, I think that, you know, my, the rest of my body is equally sending input to my brain the same way that my brain is sending input to the rest of my body, you know, and so when... Exactly. If, I mean, it's an interaction between the body and mind. It's one. Yes. You know, and I th- yes. and that's that's one of the reasons I appreciate your work so much because it's just it's so beautiful to hear you're speaking English. This isn't even your native language, and it's so beautiful to hear you uh-huh. talk about it. You know, so I'm I'm curious for people out there that it's like, all right, great, cool. So you know, Wim Hof is you know he's a freak. You know, he's he's special. I'm not able to do this. You know, how do how does someone start right now? Today, anybody, if you're living in the middle of Manhattan, like what do you, how does this person start if they want to activate their immune system? If they want to start exploring full adapt, adaptability in their, in their body, like how do, they, how do they begin? Very easy. Uh, it's very simple. Um, in four, four and a half minutes, I can make people doing push ups, 
without air in the lungs, more than they can do normally uh, with air and uh, fully determined to go into push-ups. Mm. And that's because I made the body within two minutes alkaline, thus influence muscle tissue becoming alkaline and the neurotransmitters responsible for uh, performance, which is acetylcholine, uh, is going to run through a alkaline environment in the muscle tissue a whole lot better than even without uh, air in the lungs. They are able, anybody can do this, uh, able to do push-ups. Like <laughs> yesterday I had somebody who could do 20 push-ups, he said. And I, I told him, now, do this breathing, two, two minutes. Now you do push-ups after exhalation, and you did 60 push-ups. And that's because of conscious uh, influencing the muscle tissue, becoming alkaline, and thus, yeah, yeah you, uh, you perform a whole lot better with the uh, same energy. It's about this, the, the soreness. This, uh, taking away the soreness is the, is the key. And you started off um, practicing, from my understanding, practicing Tumo meditation, which is a, a type of Tibetan Buddhist practice for essentially the warming your body from inside. I got my inspiration of the uh, Tibetan Tumo doctrine, uh, uh, derived from uh, Naropa, an avatar, a Buddhist avatar, and uh, it's called the inner fire. Yeah. But I never had the experience of... Uh, learning from them, really, because they had no money to go to Tibet right. then. So, but I found out that the cold water behind my house in the park was the one, <laughs> was the key to, to work the depth of my own physiology. Yeah. And that's where I learned it. The, the cold is my teacher. I love it. And something I want to add on that is you found a free cold pool in your backyard or in the whatever in your neighborhood or in your town that you that that turned out to be your teacher and i think that so many times people in our modern culture we think oh you know like i'd love to you know meditate or i'd love to like do this spiritual thing or whatever i'd love to get better somehow but I can't because I have to do this job. I don't have enough money to fly to India and go to do a, you know, Vipassana or whatever. You know, we make up all these excuses of why we can't and why, you know, we are disabled because we can't do this and that and that. The fact of the matter is the teacher is inside of you. The teacher is here with you right now. You know, it's just you have to start opening yourself up to that, to the, to the abilities of what you can find in nature, like you're saying, like go out into the woods and you can learn quite a bit. You know, so yeah, very I, direct. Also, uh, it's called in, the, in Sanskrit the Achyuta Guru. The Guru is within, right? And uh, the teacher is within, and you don't need to go any place. It's your nature outside is uh, the one who brings you back to interaction, and it will show by itself almost. You only need to decondition. You need to go out of your conditioning, out of your comfort, right. and then decide, do you really want this? This is a no dogmatic choice, which you got right now. If you really want it, then you can get through your conditioning, and then you can get to the depth of your physio physiology by the nature surrounding by, uh, uh, surrounded by you. Awesome.
Yeah, you know, and I think that's it. Just comes down to letting go of all the limitations that we impose on ourselves, you know, and then we end up accepting those limitations as being fact, and then they're fact until we until we choose to 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 not believe them anymore. For folks that would like to practice like a like a breathing meditation of sorts to get into this, can you take us through? how you breathe, how you, you, you actually do your, your Wim Hof method meditation? Any, any person is able to get uh, his hands on uh, these, uh, yeah, these little papers of sore uh, alkaline, Be, being sore or alkaline. You can get them at the pharmacy or on internet or, or things like that. If you learn to breathe more deeply inside, uh, then the, instead of being sore, you become alkaline. Hmm. You, you can prove it for yourself. And uh, becoming alkaline is, uh, is learning to control the chemistry within. Any mammal outside is alkaline. Only we, because of the comfort zone, uh, living in the comfort zone, uh, we have become uh, uh, sore. And uh, thus, with these little papers, if we learn just to breathe more profoundly during the day, more consciously during the day, so conscious breathing more deeply, then we become uh, alkaline. Mm. And th th that's, that's, the, that's the only one. And for, for the rest, I got an online video course, and uh, I, 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 I can show you some books uh, I've been written and uh, it, it all explains it, you know, from A to uh, Z. And uh, it's very simple. But it, it, the bottom line is bring back your body to becoming alkaline. And anybody can do that starting off right now. And the, the, are the little papers that you're referring to, or are, you, are you talking like pH strips where you can measure your, the pH in your body? Yes. Uh, and, uh, it, 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 it's all uh, over available. Right. In yeah. the, in America, in the U.S., for example. Oh, yes. It's everywhere. So uh, if you take them on and you, learn, uh, you breathe more deeply, hmm. then your body becomes oxygenized wow. and it changes the pH value so into cool. alkaline. It's so simple. Hmm. We have been proving this. Go into this PNAS paper. Uh, which we have um, uh, published. It has been published, you know, the process, uh, the proceedings of National Academy of Sciences in America. And um, it's all all there. It's all there. Right. And so, see, yeah. What, 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 okay. what, about, what about for folks that are pursuing having a, a balanced uh, pH level in their body more via diet? You know, do you have something that you follow as far as as far as nutrition sure. that helps you with sure. the cold adaptation? I eat once a day already for thirty five years. Uh, uh, thirty five years, wow. and uh, that's because if you uh, breathe more profound, your cell uh, uh, energy management is uh, is becoming uh, uh, it gets more into the mitochondria they are fed by oxygen hmm. and it creates more energy. So food is to become energy. But if you are able to, uh, uh, to get oxygen inside these mitochondria, anybody can do that. 
uh, you get more energy. So mm. less food you need. Mm. Do you feel like eating too much food slows your body down because it's caught up in digestion as opposed to feeding it the other processes? It takes a lot of oxygen. Food, right. food processes take a lot of oxygen. Mm. And it takes a lot of time. It, it takes a lot of chemistry. Mm. So we actually eat too much because it's all everywhere it's uh, available. Right. In the prehistorics, uh, it wasn't so much available. Hmm. We ate a whole lot less. And simply, uh, our physiology is not meant uh, to, uh, to, to handle so much food. Wow. And I'm curious, what, what do you eat in your one meal and what time do you eat it? After 6 o'clock. Okay. After 6 o'clock, I eat uh, up to 8 Something like that. Uh -huh. uh, I make my food, and uh, and then uh, eight o'clock it's it's all over. I feel uh, really well fed, and I'm able to do you know anything, uh, any mountain, any valley, any running, any uh, anything. I got a lot of energy, and that's <laughs> because of the breathing more than the food. Wow. And I think it's really, I think there's probably, you know, at least a handful of people that are like, this guy only eats once a day. That's crazy. It's going to slow down your metabolism. It's going to blah, 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 all this stuff. And then you have, the proof is in the pudding, you know, of what you're doing. You know, it's like you being able to do the feats that you've done. It's mind blowing, man. It's, it's, it's so, so incredible. So it's, I just, I just think it's awesome. <laughs> um, I, yeah. And do you think that this is for everybody, that everyone should be eating one meal a day? Or do you think it's something that you kind of transition to? Or do you think that it's different depending upon the person's lifestyle? And like, how, how do other people acclimate to that? I don't, you know, uh, what, what's, your, what's your first name? <laughs> Aaron, A-A-R-O-N. Aaron, Aaron, yeah. Aaron, uh, Aaron. <laughs> I'm absolutely not dogmatic. Uh, I think religions are uh, beautiful because uh, it uh, creates culture, but moreover, it's a way of thinking, and they cre it creates also a lot of tension between between people who think this way and uh, think that way. Um, uh, uh, so um, I'm not into religion uh, too much. I'm into life, right. and uh, it shows that uh, uh, food. Simply, our meta metabolism is not into so much uh, food. We have oxygen, but because we got out of uh, the natural interaction with nature, uh, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, we got into the discomfort, we breathe more superficial, and that's why we got a lack of energy, and we think this food is going to take care of that, but it's not. Mm. It is, it is the breathing. It is, uh, breathe more profound, and we, and we solve uh, the food problem for, for the world as well, <laughs> just simultaneously. So, recent... so uh, anybody can do this. Anybody can do this. Anybody has uh, a mamma, mammalistic uh, uh, metabolism, uh, physiology, like, uh, like I have, and I, all, I always have uh, been saying uh, uh, what I can do, anybody can do. But go into nature. Go find out about these deeper mechanisms. Go through your uh, comfort, uh, comfort zone. And you find out that you have a physiology uh, com 
which is far deeper going and bringing you back uh, a, a whole lot more spirituality ever before. It brings you back into the brainstem. Hmm. And the brainstem is a deeper part of the brain. It gets you out of your thought processes of these, the neocortex. All the brain is going to work. It's energy. It's life itself. It's the full brain functioning. And that's what a simple, a simple breathing, more profound, does. What are your thoughts on um, psychedelics or entheogens or marijuana or any, any, any type of like plant medicine that people use for spirituality? Do you think that that's helpful? Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's completely unnecessary? What are your, your thoughts on that? It's, uh, it's, uh, simply, uh, I got uh, breathing exercises who are able to go into the pineal gland very directly, hmm. uh, creating uh, DMT. The, the, uh, demethyl uh, uh, tryptamine, which is a psychedelic. Right. Uh, you know, we have these visual uh, three-dimensional images and all that, uh, like in a dream state, in a deep dream state, yeah. or when you are going to die, demethyl tryptamine is get, uh, released as well. So in the dreams and when you die. Yes? Therefore, we have this, uh, the, the pineal glands taking care uh, of the subconscious, it takes uh, 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 it is uh, 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 whatever we are dealing with uh, uh, during the day, which is not worked out, is uh, worked out during the d- uh, dream state, and uh, creating demethyl tryptamine. But because we uh, we live so, uh, live so superficially, we are, are collecting too much, uh, too much. Uh, not uh, uh, being worked out uh, subconscious uh, entities, you know, uh, info, influx coming in. And that's why people take, uh, they take drugs hmm. because uh, they don't know how to release. They, they don't know how to feel the depth of their own body and, uh, and, and, and thus the brain. So uh, uh, the drugs, uh, yeah, it's a logical it's a logical uh, reaction on uh, the superficial uh, way of living we uh, we have, and uh, but people uh, really uh, are looking for spirituality or full existence in consciousness, and uh, that's what nature brings. And uh, if you go back to nature, then you see every time uh, when you expose yourself in nature, you breathe more profound. Yeah. And you are able to adapt to the height, to the heat, to the cold, but all, uh, to any kind of stress, uh, any kind of impact on the body. And then you f- uh, uh, live fully. And when you live fully, you have no need for drugs whatsoever. And another time, from my understanding, that, that DMT is actually released in the brain is during sexual climax. Um, and so yes. I, I'm curious. Same, same. I'm curious. Brain, brain yes. I'm curious. It's the fight and the flight, the food and the fuck. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that's exactly where we are. And, it, and we have shown, you know, adrenaline coming out. Whoa, that, that way. Right. It, it, uh, just lying in bed in the hospital uh, within a half hour, more than somebody for the first time going into a bungee jump. Yep. That is like a climax. Right. You know, the brain time, the very primitive reptilian brain working on. And right. we are able to go into that. And 
I found out the techniques and and, and uh, people, you know, 100% score, 12 of them uh, showed it in blood results that they are influencing deeply into the brainstem, deeper than ever, ever before. Hmm. And uh, it's a matter of awakening, not of training. Right. And, yeah. And I... Uh... Do you have any situations? I know that there was a, there was a time in uh, I think it was Finland, was it that you got trapped underneath the ice and you were not able to get out? And I think yeah. you were really close to, to dying. Did you have any? Oh yeah. Any times like that or you know, stories of like where oh, you yeah. almost I got, I got lost it? This anecdote, for example, I get many anecdotes. But uh, <laughs> one of them is uh, being trapped under the ice, a meter of ice. And um, uh, my vision got blurred right. because of the cold, uh, because we are not seals. We are mammals living more up there, <laughs> but it was a challenge. <laughs> so uh, after a distance under the ice, my vision got blurred and I lost track. I lost track and I uh, didn't find the hole. Uh, and, um, and finally, after minutes and minutes, uh, uh, I, uh, I got into uh, a subconscious being. I, I mean, uh, my consciousness got uh, 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 was going into a narrow state because my blood circulation, the, the big blood, uh, blood circulation, what, uh, was going to shut down, going into the little blood circulation, which is the liver, the lungs, the heart, and the, and the, and the brain. And then uh, it's like dying. I, I was uh, I was drowning, but I did not feel any agony. And uh, uh, finally, uh, a diver took me back to the 50 meter hole. And uh, uh, but uh, you know, because of this breathing becoming alkaline, I was so alkaline, I did not feel any agony. So uh, there is where I lost the fear or the question. Uh, do I have to fear death? Well, uh, no. You just go to sleep, like the like the natives, uh, pro probably knew from uh, uh, being natural in an interaction with nature. They went into dancing, then lying down and going to sleep. And we fear in the West because we are not no longer alkaline. We do not know this anymore, mm. and uh, they knew. And uh, now I know. Oh yeah, that is that. If you become alkaline, then you don't need to have fear when you are going to die, hmm. because it just narrows down and you are going to sleep. Yeah, one of the things that I've heard you you say before is that you're not afraid to die. You're only afraid to not live fully. You know, I think. Exactly. I think that's, it's so important, you know, and it's like that people, we get so focused on quantity instead of quality, you know, we get so focused on, on how long we're on this earth, you know, it's like we have people hooked up to respirators where it's like pumping their lungs, you know, it's like, yeah. that's not living, you know, it's okay to move on, you know, and, yes. and so I just think that's, it's such an important thing to really, very interesting, very interesting part, yeah, yeah, to move on, yeah, that, that the, the piece for that, uh, uh, what I tell you right now, uh, what I told you right now, where it was about the physiological part, yeah. you don't have to fear death because when death comes, you just go into sleep in the dematyl tryptamine, 
will do the rest. We, you have a very nice going out. Goodbye. Mm. And um, uh, into a new being because, uh, yeah, we have not, uh, our soul is not going to die. Our body just is fed up with it. And uh, uh, it says goodbye. Do you have a sense of, of uh, where you'll end up when you die? So, uh, sorry, say again? Do you have a sense of what happens when you die? Oh, it's... yeah. Uh, nothing, uh, nothing really much. And what goes on really after that, there are, you know, these books uh, about the, the, the Tibetan book of death and the Egyptian book of death and uh, many people talk about things after death. I think uh, there, it's quite quite some time where being uh, 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 being uh, dead. Uh, I'm more concerned of living right now, right here. What are we able to do now? And that's what we are doing right now. Awesome, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Something that I ask everybody uh, at the end of each show is, if you could go back to any age and give yourself any little bit of wisdom what age would you go back to and what would you what would you tell yourself uh, I, I was at the age you know in the adolescence in my adolescence i found out about this freedom about enlightenment and all that mm-hmm. and it was so you know so uh, some sort of uh, beautiful and uh like the hippie movement and all that, but <laughs> that all uh, only uh, about uh, you know, enlightenment. Right now, enlightenment is, uh, there is a shortcut to it. And uh, we are enlightened already. Awesome. We just have to discover yeah, the, condi- uh, the conditioning and, uh, and, uh, and just go into it. Awesome. It's, it's not so complicated anymore. You just do it. Yeah. That's what I would say. Great. And how do people find your work, Wim? How do people get on your courses? How do people learn more about cold adaptation? Cold adaptation, the breathing and the mindset, they love it. They love it. <laughs> they see it as a uh, very uh, non-complicated uh, way of being just fully alive. And what's, what's, what's your website? What's, how do people find you online? That, that's inner fire.nl nl is for the Netherlands cool. but we are going to uh, you know the surf legend in America uh, is that Laird uh, Hamilton Laird Hamilton yeah yeah the, he's doing my uh, techniques awesome. right now Fantastic. and uh, some more uh, stars uh, there in, uh, in, uh, uh, in America in the US they are uh, like Timothy uh, Ferris he wants to invite me uh, in a Y, maybe in a month or so, and uh, see the, how we could uh, work uh, together. He calls me a monster. <laughs> nice. You know why? Because I go into the heat, I go into the cold, I go up in the height. Uh, what is what he, he is not doing? He is doing it all and, right. and, and, and making it accessible for everybody. Where in Hawaii or do you think you'll end up? I don't know, maybe Maui. I don't know where Tim Ferriss is. I don't know where he is, but I I heard it from the from the office just yesterday. Awesome, man! I spend quite a bit of time in Hawaii, so maybe maybe I'll end up cruising out there around those those times. <laughs> yes, good. Awesome. Uh, would be great. Awesome. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time, man. I've been, like I said, I've been following your work for a while and I'm, I'm very impressed and very much appreciate your message. And I'm so glad that it's, you go beyond just, you know, I can hold my breath or be in the cold water. It's like, it's, it's more of a full embodied spiritual experience for you. And I, I greatly appreciate that, man. Yes, Howard. Right on. Right. Yes, sir. Thank you. I'll see you soon. Good. Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I greatly appreciate your comments and your shares in iTunes. They determine the ranking and the visibility of the show and they make me smile. So I look forward to reading those guys. Be sure to check out the website aligntherapy.com. That's A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. On there you can find my blog, you can find this podcast, more information about the topics and the, and the uh, guests that we've had on the show. You can find hundreds of absolutely free instructional videos on self-care, functional movement, how to get strong, how to get fast, how to get exactly what you want out of your body. You can check out the online coaching where we work work out how to optimize your movement practice so that you can live optimally and pain-free for the rest of your life. As well, be sure to check out the self-care kit where it is as small enough to fit underneath the seat in your car. And it's like a physical therapist and a massage therapist all wrapped up into one package. I know you guys are going to love the website. I know you guys are going to get a lot of value out of it. And I look forward to hearing your comments. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. And remember to join the movement by subscribing to the podcast. If the information has been helpful, please share and leave your comments in iTunes. Aaron personally reads each one and it makes all the work worthwhile. Together, we will make a difference and continue to bring more powerful and inspiring messages to the world. Align Podcast.